0: This is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is
1: Designated parent. A
0: podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages.
1: Cheers. Cheers. Uh,
0: just old fashions tonight? Yep, just old fashions. They're
1: they're yummy. I'm here for it. Uh, mm.
0: Just bourbon and sweet vermouth and orange bitters.
1: The yeah, orange bitters. The orange bitters really do make it.
0: I put cherry bitters in your last one.
1: Mm, that was good too. Um...
0: But then this one, I didn't remember whose glasses was whose, so I made us the same drink. And I'm not a cherry fan, so I put orange bitters in both of ours.
1: I see that hand. It's fine. Cherry
0: bitters might be good. I'm just nervous.
1: Um, They're not super cherry forward. They're not like super medicinally,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: I know is the cherry flavor you hate.
0: Right. So like I... It's not
1: that sweet chlorine I cherry. I fucking
0: love real cherries. Right. Real cherries, like, fuck yeah, I'm here for it. Um, But... Fake cherry flavor reminds me of baby aspirin, mm-hmm. and I do not want my cocktail to taste like baby aspirin. I feel like
1: you may have upchucked some baby aspirin <laughs> in your time. <laughs>
0: yeah, I have a, I have a very strong feeling about baby aspirin. So,
1: but no, <laughs> it's it's that well, baby aspirin, like maraschino cherry flavor, mm-hmm. or like. Um, Slurpy cherry flavor.
0: Anything that's like a candy, yes, yeah, cherry it's flavor, very like gross. No thanks. Yeah,
1: but like actual cherries have a little bit of tartness and like a real multi-dimensional flavor. Yeah, I think the cherry bitters
0: are probably probably a little more in that towards same. the tartness. So maybe so. I will like them.
1: So that's we'll see. Good. So how's your week going?
0: Oh man, uh, it's. it's- it's going Wednesday. okay. It's Wednesday. I definitely remember Tuesday being like, oof, I'm ready for the weekend. And people were like, it's Tuesday. And I was like, yeah. I know, right? Um, So our oldest uh, signed up for a hiking merit badge. In which he has to do a five mile hike, three 10 mile hikes, a 15 mile hike, and a 20 mile hike.
1: Listeners, I want you to understand that I volunteered. <laughs> I was like, I'll, I'll go on some of these hikes. And Lisa was like no, I got this.
0: Yeah, like, it's fine.
1: And then I, I backed mean, the fuck up.
0: I know you. You were from weak fucking stock. You would die.
1: I would... I can <laughs> walk. Like, I'm the one that can run a 5K. If the you two can run
0: this. a 5K. You can run.
1: Yeah, and can I can run. like, I can slog through a walk. Mm-hmm.
0: You can do some of them, don't worry. Yeah. Um, so I did a five mile. It wasn't a big deal at all. Um, and we did our ten mile on Monday. But, um, I also feel like if I would have been able to do it, like, on a Saturday where it was the only thing I did, Mm -hmm. it would have been fine. But I did it, like, after a full day of working.
1: (laughs) Also, later listeners, I want you to understand, she volunteered for that. I
0: did volunteer for that. She
1: was like, hey, it's a nice day, let's go.
0: Right, right. We don't, uh, have a lot of time. Well, my son, if, uh, we, like,
1: if we push, if we push it
0: off a lot, he'll get discouraged. But he, like, he needs that momentum.
1: Yeah, he needs like one of these hikes every two weeks. Yes. Like at the minimum.
0: To keep to you know, keep it to keep it moving. Uh so this was a ten mile hike. It was fine. A lot of it was through like an industrial park where I felt like we were gonna get attacked by some geese. Uh.
1: <laughs> always a risk here in Ohio. But Especially during nesting season. Right.
0: But the but the geese left us alone. Uh, we did conveniently walk by a McDonald's and get some milkshakes, <laughs> so...
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel like any walk with a milkshake is not a walk really I was like,
0: I, f- I feel like this is not really a hike, but whatever, man. <laughs> I mean,
1: the point is, you moved for 10 miles. Right.
0: Right, so I walked for 10 miles, uh, and then I, like, crawled into bed and slept, and then I got up and went to work the next morning. And then
1: took a very long bath the right. next day. Right,
0: right, and then the, very, the, the right. next day I was like, I'm spending four hours in the bathtub, yeah. Reading romance novels, you can't stop me. Uh, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> can't stop, won't stop.
1: <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. it. was It was a good, it, that's a good coping mechanism. It was
0: fine. Um,
1: B- at- Bats and, co- and romance novel... I mean, novels. Honestly, at this away. point,
0: I'm either stress reading romance novels or joy reading romance novels. Like, there is no in between. <laughs> like, it's just, I am always in the bath with a romance novel forever.
1: It's like stress drinking <laughs> or celebratory drinking.
0: Right. Who even knows anymore?
1: It um, all blends together. Yes. So, yeah. but, yeah, but it,
0: would have been f- it would have been fine if I didn't get a blister on uh, my rough. one foot. My was- other foot is great.
1: Well, our son got a blister on one foot, so I think everybody's down for a week. Like, right. let everything kind of sort itself out. Um, put a note on that spot to, like, put a piece of... Uh, right, tighten
0: up that shoe. Tighten up that whatever. shoe or put a
1: piece of Moleskine on there.
0: Yeah, do something.
1: Yeah, you'll be fine. But. Yeah,
0: no, and the the walk part was fine. Uh, and, and the next day I was fine. It's not like I couldn't move or was sore. I just had a blister. And I was tired because I'm an old fucking lady.
1: Yeah. Well, you're also out to, like, 9.30, which, if you're out of the house from, like, 4 to 9.30 the next day, you're tired anyway. Yeah, like, you're
0: tired. I don't care That's what you do. That's
1: a lot of do. hours. Like we went on we a date on Friday. We got back, and I was, like, exhausted for two days, man. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good date, though. We yeah. did have a date.
0: Yay! This yeah, course. we had a date.
1: Because two of our kids were camping, and we found a place uh, my, my sister took our third mm-hmm. for the night. I was like, can you spend the night at your house, and we can just have a date? And she was like, yes. I was like, I owe you one.
0: Right. You you call us.
1: Like, I got your we'll back. We'll take your kids. We'll take yeah. your kids. And you guys can have a date, too. And my brother-in-law's like, yes. And I'm like, she's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, you know, seriously, just do it. Right. But, um, yeah, so we got rid of him. We went out to a date. We went to a nice little restaurant in town and had a fun evening. And then we got Grater's ice cream because. because as a, we
0: didn't have to share. Yeah.
1: As a Cincinnatian, I love Grater's ice cream. It is my happy place. Um, As a lactose intolerant (laughs) great Cincinnatian, I have a more complicated and nuanced relationship.
0: As the father of three
1: lactose intolerant children, it's even more complicated.
0: Right. It doesn't end up on our radar very often.
1: No, but I went. I had it. It was delicious. Uh, Late night snack was the flavor I had. We had
0: had the midnight snack flavor. That's what it is. Yeah. It was a malt flavored ice cream With pretzels and chocolate and peanut butter and peanut
1: butter chocolate covered
0: pretzels.
1: It was, so it's chocolate covered pretzels, but they end up being like these little bombs. Mm -hmm. And it's really awesome. Yeah. And, um, the, uh, what else is there? There's like. Chocolate peanut butter cups. Yeah,
0: chocolate peanut butter cups. And then there's, like, streaks of chocolate and streaks of peanut butter in this malt ice cream.
1: Um, for those of you greater greater aficionados, it is not a chip, which means it doesn't have those, like, big-ass chunks of (laughs) chocolate in it.
0: Which I was a little sad about. I was like, where is my, like, chocolate chip the size of someone's fucking thumb? Like, that is what I come here for.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, and this isn't anything. If you've ever, if you ever go to Grater's, you'll, like... My favorite is when you just have that like chocolate chip that's just kind of like perched into the side, and like they hand it to, you, and they're like, "Yeah, that happened." And you're just like, "That's cool." <laughs> like it's
0: it's like the tip of the iceberg. You don't know how deep that chip goes
1: because they try to scoop it and they just they just chiseled out that chunk, and then it was just <laughs> on the scoop, and they're like, "That's yours now." Yours. And it's ah, oh, that's the best when you're like, "I got the biggest chip," and you're like gnawing at this chunk of chocolate to get down to your ice cream. It's pretty good. I mean, is there better things? It's a simple joy, but it's a a joy. It's a
0: simple joy, but it's a joy. Yeah. So. So I talked about my week a lot. Yeah. Do you have anything to share for your week?
1: Um, no, I've been doing a lot of scout stuff, trying to get things organized and back together and and moving forward. And it's been fine, but it's a lot of work. So.
0: It is is work. I like had a
1: whole existential crisis of like, oh my God, what did I sign up for? (laughs) And Lisa's like, yeah, I know. I'm like you'll be. She's Lisa's very supportive. She's like you'll be fine. Also, don't call me. And
0: <laughs> I was like, I'm not here to dig you out of this bullshit. I was not. I was no, like, if supportive. you need me and all of my social capital, which I have managed to raise in the last ten years, mm-hmm. let me know because I know people, and which I'm real I'm really good at asking people for things.
1: And I'm, I will get there. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta figure out who I can ask because, like, right now, it's kind of like we're at the bottom of the bucket. And we're all a bunch of drowning rats, and I'm like,
0: "You need new blood."
1: Right, mm-hmm. man. We need. We need. I need to figure out who's not in this circle right now that yep. I can I can bring in and and pull up along the way. So,
0: yep, you gotta meet some new people.
1: Indeed. So that's that's on the docket. We'll see how that works out. But we did watch a movie of the day.
0: Boy. Did we? So this is... Did we ever watch a movie?
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, like, I've seen this movie in the peripheral. I've never okay. actually sat and watched this movie. This was mm-hmm. my first experience with this movie. I went in blank. Same, same.
0: It is... I went in fresh.
1: It was from 2010, so we have somehow missed it. Uh, yeah. We
0: were busy having, like, a one-year-old and being pregnant with <laughs> our second baby, and we're like,
1: whatever. We what yeah, we're not bullshit. going out to movies right now. Um...
0: Also, it was a kid's movie. It was
1: a kid's movie, but like not our kids' movie. Certainly mm. not something that would entertain a one year old. Mm-hmm. Not enough bright, bright flick like light, flickering lights and Right, right. And stuff like that. Uh it does have Nick Cage. <sighs> Nick Cage in a kid's movie.
0: Nick Cage. I mean he was in Spider Man into the Spider Verse. He, yeah. uh, he was uh
1: He was like the Spider, spider noir, noir. Yeah. Uh yeah, but, like, I can't think of a movie where you've seen Nick Cage's face <laughs> that was directed to anyone under 16 years old.
0: Yeah, probably not.
1: Um, it's also a Jerry Bruckheimer film. Yes. Produced by Disney, which makes it an unofficial uh, third part to the National Tr- Treasure trilogy.
0: This is a real departure uh, but not. from the trope, but not. I see. I see how they got here. I really do.
1: Yes, Benjamin uh, Franklin Cage or whatever his name was.
0: Yeah, Benjamin. I don't remember it. I don't remember but, anything about National Treasure.
1: <laughs> so I used to work in a job for uh, anti-piracy, and I watched National Treasure, I'm going to say at least 50 times. Yeah. As part of that job. I mean, also High School Musical. Yeah, High School Musical. <laughs> but we would pick up National Treasure 1 in that dragnet a lot. And so uh, at lunches, we would tend to entertain ourselves and watch... Um, Whatever we Just had watch on Nick, hand.
0: Nick Cage stealing the Declaration of Independence over and over again. Yeah,
1: I've seen that movie more times than I care to admit. That's and wild. It's it was yeah, spark of the job. You're like, Yep, this was National Treasure One, not National Treasure Two, so we, we don't report it in our metrics. <laughs> Can't confirm. It only took me an hour and a half to get to get to that point. But
0: I wanted to make sure I'm very thorough.
1: Yes, very, very thorough. Good man thorough. <laughs> But um, this movie is um, actually it's really not, but it it does have those two players, Jerry Bruckheimer and Nick Cage, and Nick Cage and Disney. I guess three players. Um, this movie starts with a callback to the ancient times, right?
0: Like seventeen, seven twenty.
1: Uh, yeah, like AD. yeah, it is. It is in the triple digits. It is mm-hmm. not. We have not rolled over yet. And Nick Cage. Well, we we meet Merlin.
0: Merlin.
1: And he's got three apprentices.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I'm going to say this word don't ruin the order yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but they're the Merlinians.
0: They're the Merlinians.
1: And they are against Morgana mm-hmm. and the Morganians. Right. Who are uh, uh trying to like bring about the end of the world and bring back the dead and like all this bullshit. Right. All
0: this stuff that are like, that you shouldn't do that. And Morgana's like, I do what I want, bitch.
1: Yeah. So there are three apprentices. Um uh Balthazar.
0: Played by Nick Cage.
1: Um whor- um H um
0: Horaz. Horat. Hor-
1: Hortha. We're Hor- gonna His name is super weird. Horvath.
0: Horvath.
1: Horvath. That. that is played by Al Molina.
0: Al Molina. God. The, honestly, everyone in this movie is very talented. <laughs> and yet.
1: And yet, here we and are. And yet, here we are. And then the third apprentice is, of course, you know, you got Balthasar, Horvath, and Veronica.
0: Veronica.
1: Who, like, rolled her, out of an Archie comic?
0: Her name is Veronica.
1: Yeah, I was like, that seems... Incongruous.
0: I mean, I don't know. There, there's definitely uh, like the Tiffany problem, mm-hmm. where uh, Tiffany is such a touchstone of like 1980s that if you put it in like you know ancient times, it seems very out of place. But actually, it's a very ancient name. It yeah. just like laid low for a real long time.
1: <laughs> I mean, like what about breakfast at Tiffany's?
0: What about breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs>
1: well. And the thing is, I, that is, like, a three-jump I, I do remember reference. that film. Yeah. Well, so that's a three-jump reference, because there's the song Breakfast at Tiffany's by Deep Blue Something, mm-hmm. obviously. Then there's actually Breakfast at Tiffany's, like, 30 years before, starring mm-hmm. R.G. Hepburn. But that's referencing something that was enough of a pulp culture reference. Like, like Tiffany's... The Tiffany's the store. Yeah. The Store was such a pulp culture reference, you could get away with, like, putting it as the title of a movie, and people got it. So, like... Tiffany, like date, like you've got like three jumps at least, and at then least. you have somebody named Tiffany in the '90s, and you're like,
0: like uh, it's very trendy,
1: yeah. It's very trendy, yeah. But like somebody named a store Tiffany's in like 1807, yes, and it was not as trendy, yeah. or maybe it was. So
0: like, I'm all I'm saying is maybe Veronica is like a super old name from like the. 700s.
1: I mean... I don't know.
0: I'm not a scholar.
1: I have to say, having watched (laughs) both of the National Treasure movies, I do not trust Jerry Bruckheimer to have done that much research.
0: (laughs) I mean, true.
1: Or maybe did half the research and decided, yeah, fuck it, I'm doing what I want.
0: Sounds good. Ship
1: it. It's good. Um, But the whole concept is there's a fight between Merlin and Morgana Mm-hmm. And Horvath betrays Merlin. Yes. To his death. Balthasar, who is Nick Cage, mm-hmm. um, fights back, and so does Veronica. But the way they end up capturing Morgana is that um, they capture Morgana's spirit inside Veronica. Right.
0: Veronica sucks up Morgana's soul.
1: And then they capture both of them in this, like. Russian nesting jaw, right? A
0: Russian nesting doll of like living prison for evil sorcerers,
1: right? And so the two of them are in this resting, this nesting doll thing, and then Nicolas Cage goes around the world collecting the different Mor- Morganians,
0: right? All all of the evil sorcerers. Okay, the the timeline in this this is the very beginning. Mm -hmm. I thought that Merlin was, like, almost killed by Horvath.
1: In the 700s.
0: In the 700s. But then, uh, Balthazar goes around fighting all these evil wizards, and then...
1: They flash back to the 700s. They flash
0: back... Oh, okay.
1: Like, there's this, like, two-minute, like, yeah, so we captured her into this jar. And then I captured everybody else in this jar, and eventually I got Horvath in the jar. But, by the way...
0: Before Merlin died.
1: (laughs) It was like, it's like when you read instruction manuals for board games, and they're like, shuffle all the cards, but first remove all the cards with the-
0: (laughs) With this little insignia in the top corner, and you're like, God Uh, fucking damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hate you. I hate you. But
1: yeah, this is that, where it's like, so I captured all these guys, but first Merlin died, and you're like, oh, well, uh, well, all right then. Poor
0: storytelling, sir.
1: And- What happens is Merlin gives Balthazar, who I'm going to call Nick, off and on through this thing, gives Nick his ring and says, you will use this ring, this big dragon ring, to find, like, the descendant that will write... true
0: descendant.
1: And the descendant's title, ladies and gentlemen...
0: Are you ready? Brace yourselves.
1: ...is the Prime Merlinian.
0: The Prime Merlinian. Are you fucking kidding me? This is the worst dad joke slash pun I have ever heard in my life. And, like, Gosh. I'm married to Adam. Like, I've heard some real terrible puns, you guys.
1: Her dad is worse. I'm going to say <laughs> this.
0: I've, gr- I've grown up with wordplay my whole life. And I, I cannot. I cannot with this. It
1: is so bad.
0: <laughs> Even my kids were like... What? There's an
1: audible <laughs> groan from two of our kids, and our third kid's like, why is that funny? And then we had to explain what a prime meridian is.
0: Right, like the prime meridian is basically the opposite of the equator. It goes, it goes north-south north south. instead of it's east-west. The,
1: yeah, it's... Yeah, exactly. And he's like, why is that a thing? And I'm like, because the British are racist.
0: I mean, that's never not true.
1: Yeah, because the British were like, this is... This is our shit. <laughs>
0: right. Time has to run, like, through our... Greenwich. Yeah, through Greenwich. They couldn't
1: even do, like, London? Like, no. Like, fuck you, bitches. Fuck Greenwich.
0: Greenwich. Greenwich, meantime. What's so great about Greenwich? I mean, it's where they keep the time. There better be some big fucking clocks. I've never been there. Uh, yeah. But if you're listening and you're in Greenwich, like, tell us about your clocks.
1: Send me a... Tweet me a photo. <laughs> I want to see the big fucking clock at exactly zero degrees, and you can be like, "This is it. This is the clock."
0: I'm gonna be like, "Good job, man."
1: It's on Greenwich Mean Time,
0: right? Um, yeah. So he's the Prime Merlinian. Yeah, he or she. Yeah, they. They
1: are the Prime the Merlinian, people. and so Nick Cage. Like, there's a montage of him going through time, finding these different people in different environments, and
0: having them try in the ring. Or, like, not hold working. out the ring and nothing happens. And he's
1: like, yep, have a great day, see you later. And, like, just deuces, peace out, later. Um, Which means there's probably, like, a lot of disappointed semi-sorcerers out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, they're, like, sorcerer light. You know, they have, like, some uh interconnectedness to the universe. But, like, but
1: did they not watch Star lo- Wars? Low-key. When you leave unattended... <laughs> Like, superheroes?
0: <laughs> like, like, demi-heroes?
1: They do not, by default, turn out good.
0: Yeah, you gotta make sure that, like, you know...
1: You need a firm hand on the tiller, but not right. too firm, because also Jedi Order, that did not work out.
0: Right, right, you gotta make sure that they have, like, a good support network. Maybe he, like, paid for other college. I don't know, man. Maybe. Uh, maybe he set it up where, you know, it was like... Maybe he made it seem like... Winning the contest was not what you wanted. You yeah, know, like...
1: This is kind of lame. Yeah. Like, you should probably just, like, go into accounting or right. something. Yeah, I don't know. Or, he, had to, he had to really spin it. Or maybe he just killed them all.
0: I. It's possible.
1: Like, it's you possible. like, peace out. I'm sorry, not the guy. And then, like, he just sneaks around the corner <laughs> and you seem like screwing this. And it, this. like,
0: explodes.
1: I, well, I seem like, screwing the uh, suppressor onto the end of the pistol. Like, another one.
0: Yeah, but this is a Disney Child's movie, so
1: right. we didn't see any of that so on screen. N- none
0: of those children died
1: on screen. No, but we jump forward to 2000, and you know it's 2000 because they're playing uh, "In the Middle" by Jimmy Eat World.
0: God, "In the Middle." Our kids were like, "This fucking song again?" They're like, "It must be real cheap." And I was like, "Oh, Jimmy Eat World sees you, and also will take your check." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I forget where it was, but somebody was talking about, like, um, I forget what band it was, but they said something about how, like, you, we, we don't like it when people refer to us by our acronym. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Eat World was like, yeah, we see that hand. We see that
0: hand. Maybe don't make something uh, where, as an acronym, it's maybe offensive. Like, just don't do that.
1: <laughs> I mean, even if it's not offensive, it's just awkward. Where mm-hmm. you're just like, don't call us that. I mean, like we respect that, yeah, people but, group, but like, also, it's just, oh, so yeah. There's a lot of explaining we don't want to have. Let's
0: to do. let's let's think things all the way through before choosing a band anyway. name.
1: So, um, we meet our hero, who's Dave. Only he's ten.
0: Yeah, he's in fourth grade.
1: Fourth grade. So, eh, yeah, Are they're on a
0: field trip.
1: They're on a field trip. He's in New York City, but they're taking a field trip to like look across the water at the Statue of Liberty. Like, they're at Battery Park, like, mm-hmm. at the tip of Manhattan, looking at the statue. I don't know if they will eventually go to the statue, if that's it's, part it's of the like plan. It's, like, the
0: beginning of the field trip. We're like, that's the thing, and while we're all here, I'll tell you about it before we, like, get on a fucking ferry.
1: So, one thing I have to say, if you were in New York City, taking field trips must be pretty fucking awesome. Because there's so much history around you.
0: Yes, there is. There's so many
1: quality museums. Mm -hmm. There's just fucking Central Park, which is awesome. Right. And all of it is accessible through a pretty good mass transit system where if you like, like you're talking to people who are, you you could probably look at a fourth grader and be like, listen, we're getting on the three train. We're getting off at the battery park exit or at the battery park station. Go upstairs. We'll be there. If anything goes wrong, that's our rendezvous point. Right, and they'd just be like, "Well, yeah, and then I got like
0: it. if you had city kids who like commuted to school every day on the subway, like it wouldn't be a
1: big deal, right? You could just pull that shit off, no problem. Yeah, I'm and like, you don't have to run a bus. Like, <laughs> just get there. It's fine. You'll be fine. And also, it was like 2000, so like we weren't all like super scared yet. Mm. We we're getting there, but it was like pre 9 11, and like it was fine. Yeah." Also, the whole pre-911 thing doesn't fit into this whole narrative. Like, they didn't show a shot of, like, the New York skyline with, like, the Twin Towers still there or anything. Like,
0: Right, right.
1: They just kind of, like, it, it's...
0: Because 2000. this was made in Toronto. Probably. <laughs> Not New York City.
1: There's a high and chance those, of that. Those
0: skyline shots cost monies.
1: Yeah. Um, so he's there but they are on a bus which is weird mm-hmm. and he's drawing like on the window and he's like yeah wait for it and his buddy's like you can't draw that." he's like yeah wait for it and it's because he's lining up a drawing with the stat with the empire state building to look it's like, like king, kong king kong on
0: the yeah empire state building
1: and the girl across the aisle is like nice that's really cool he's like yeah and you're like that's why artists do what they do <laughs>
0: It is all about oppressing, uh, impressing people.
1: Impressing, yeah, not oppressing. Not artists, oh, oppressing. Artists are generally oppressors. They sometimes yes. work for oppressors because they gotta make a check.
0: Yikes! But, um, but yes, impressing. Impressing. impressing, impressing whoever whoever they are attracted to. They're like, look at how like deep and cool I am, and you're like, ooh, you are deep and cool.
1: Yeah, or at least creative. <laughs> so he, so they pull over and they're talking about the statue, and he passes a note to Becky, the girl. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey. Do you want to be Dave's friend or girlfriend? You know, check the
0: box. Do you like me? Yes or no?
1: I never had that kind of courage. I,
0: I no, no, I like literally never wrote any any of those kinds of notes. I was like, nope, nope, I'll be alone forever. It's fine. That's
1: great. <laughs> um, but she checks something and goes to fold it up and leaves it on her seat as the group moves on. Dave goes to get it, it blows away. It blows down the street, gets stuck to a bike, a dog picks it up, a, like, running lady throws it. It,
0: Right, and he's like, oh no, this note! It's my whole world! Like, you can't just, like, ask her again.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But he ends up going into a shop, and, um... It's, like, this really weird magic shop.
0: Weird, creepy magic shop. And, uh, you to. Our One of our kids was like, what is, what's the first rule of like creepy old magic t- shop? And they were like, don't touch any fucking thing.
1: Yep. Uh, this is important because he uh, recently is in a Dungeons & Dragons campaign where he went into a magic shop. He picked up a dagger and it was like, hey, I need blood. He's like, I'll give you blood. I was like,
0: gah. <laughs> and now he's like haunted by an evil demon who yeah. like does some bad shit occasionally.
1: Yeah, tells him to do bad shit and um like occasionally his dm's just like uh you're out for the next 10 minutes what he's like i mean you're you're going to be doing stuff but like it's not good stuff (laughs) it's you're not aware you're doing it um so i was like so what do we learn from this he's like don't touch things in the magic shop i was like that's rule one and uh rule two is from mrs weasley it's valid you know valid don't trust anything you can't tell where it keeps its brains It's true. It's true. But, um, Nick Cage is there. He's super greasy. Oh my god.
0: Okay. Nick Cage's look in this movie is amazing.
1: It is.
0: (laughs) He has this, like, long-ish, like, shoulder-length wavy hair. Mm -hmm. He has the most redonkulous hat.
1: It's like, it's like a fedora made of leather.
0: It's like a fedora top hat baby Made yeah. of leather, like
1: it's really tall. It's got, but it has a crease on the top. It's wild. I don't, you know. He,
0: he is wearing a very long leather coat.
1: Everything is very dark.
0: Everything's yeah, very it dark,
1: looks very tattered, greasy, and unwashed, mm-hmm. including Nick Cage himself. It's so good. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, it is. I mean. It makes Memphis Rain look <laughs> well kept. Uh that would be his character from God in Sixty Seconds, for those who are keeping track.
0: Okay. okay. Um
1: you're like I did catch. That I don't right. know who that is. No. Um but like
0: I did watch God in Sixty Seconds though. <laughs> it was
1: a fine movie. Again. It was fine. Or his character from The Rock.
0: hmm He definitely used shampoo way more in The Rock. Truth. Than he did in, like, let's say, uh, Con Air.
1: Yeah, Con Air. <laughs> that was going to be my next reference. Uh, it it kind of looks like Con Air. Mm-hmm. Is that long hair. Obviously a bit of a receding hairline. Because, you know, cage. Yeah. I mean, steer into it. It's fine. We all know. I
0: feel like he has less of a receding hairline in this uh, than he did in Con Air. Which I know, like, is... <sighs> reverse of the timeline but like
1: Um, they have they, a technology called wigs.
0: Right. They, they, did a, they did a better job.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Um But Dave walks in he meets Nick and Nick's like says something about, you know, calls him Dave. He's like, oh my gosh, you know my name? He's like, yes, because I can read minds. Oh, so it's on the back of your backpack.
0: Oh, so it's on your
1: backpack. <laughs> He's like, oh. And he like tries to turn around to look at his backpack but like he ends up doing the dog chase against tail thing.
0: Right, and he's like, like, he's uh, maybe not clever. He's, he's
1: not clever. He's not great. He's a stupid kid. I
0: mean, but also he's in fourth grade. He's
1: a fourth grader. He's fine. Anyway, um, so Nick Cage is like, hey, I need to try something on. Here, put on this ring. I'm like, you're in this room. You met a stranger. It's creepy as fuck.
0: Right there's like fucking heads in jars. Yeah, stabbed with a million needles. Like
1: yeah, I it mean, is.
0: It is not cute. Disembodied
1: embodied limbs of different creatures.
0: Yeah, it's it's wild.
1: It's not great. Mm-hmm. And
0: he is not reading his vibes. No, <laughs> <I'm gonna say. laughs> but Dave's
1: like, sure. I put on the ring, and the ring comes. It's a dragon ring. It comes to life and like crawls onto Dave's finger and like goes on there. And Nick again, is and, just like
0: swoops like, around his hand.
1: The Prime Merlinian, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you said it out loud, the lot again.
0: Prime Merlinian.
1: And um,
0: and Dave is like, what the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> and he's like, and yeah, and and Nick's like, okay, you stay here. I got to get some shit.
0: Do not touch anything.
1: Touch nothing. And so you, Nick runs downstairs. Meanwhile, Dave's like moving his hand around, and he starts like he moves his finger, and he hears a thump on the wall. And he just kind of keeps doing that until the thump thumps loud enough that this nesting jar thing comes out of the um, wall and Mm -hmm. lands on the floor in front of him. And he's like, oh, this is perfectly reasonable thing for me to like touch.
0: Right. It's like a, you know, creepy uh, nesting doll. It's not a big deal.
1: So he touches it and it's got like Horvath. The
0: Right. He comes out and he's like beetles.
1: Yep. And then he like forms up into a giant shape of a man. Like the, like
0: the Sandman but made of beetles.
1: Um, Oogie Boogie-esque. Yes. And forms into a Al Molina. Al
0: Molina. Looking Gosh. slick.
1: Yeah, I mean he's looking good. He looks good. Oh, he's doing well. <laughs> he's taking care of himself. And Al Molina just looks at me like, when am I? He's like, uh, you're in New York City. He's like, that's not the That's, that's not what I, I fucking asked. asked. When? He's like, 2000
0: and te- oh, yeah, 2000,
1: 2000. and oh, uh, he's like, You're wasting my time, okay. And then Nick Cage comes back and like blasts Al Molina up to the ceiling. He's like, What the fuck part of don't touch anything did you not understand?
0: He's like, All of it. I'm a 10 year old boy. <laughs>
1: like- <laughs> yeah, have you not met a 10 year old boy before? Like, this Wait, is what we do. You've been
0: alive thousands of years, you're unfamiliar with preteens,
1: Y'all. yeah, gosh. We're pretty much l- complete <laughs> lack of impulse control, just so we're clear. Uh, and so then they, uh, Almolina Horvath, mm-hmm. and Nick Cage as Balthasar.
0: Right, have a battle.
1: Have a battle. And earlier we introduced this jar that like sucks people into it for 10 years mm-hmm. to the day and then lets them out. And so the battle goes kind of to a stalemate when Nick Cage opens up the jar and it sucks both him and Horvath into it. And they're now both trapped.
0: Right. And also during the battle, the um the thing catches on fire.
1: There's all kinds of damage happening.
0: Right. The, the shop catches on fire. Dave
1: gets a jar of some unattended fluid dumped into his lap. It's mm-hmm. awkward. And so when they get sucked in the jar, Dave runs out of the building to be met by his teacher. Who's like, where the fuck were you?
0: And he's like, I don't know, this, like, shop is on fire, we gotta leave, like, nobody go in there, it's super dangerous. She's so like,
1: it's on fire? Well, and he she opens the door just to, like, check on it, I guess, because if your kid, I mean, do I need to call 911?
0: Right, I don't know, man.
1: But the shop's perfectly intact, looks like nothing's ever happened, and she just kind of closes the doors and looks at him and is like... Yeah, dude.
0: We shouldn't tell stories.
1: We shouldn't tell stories. Let's just go. And then the kids notice his lap is all wet, and they're like, oh my gosh, you peed his pants. He's like, I I didn't. But, like, you can't, like, there's no coming back from that in fourth grade. Right. (sighs) Fast forward ten years later.
0: Fast Well, and you see, uh, no, uh, like, audience, all of his classmates are, like, brutally making fun of him. At no point is the teacher like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like, you've all peed your pants. (laughs) Like... (laughs) I know. I, I call have, all of your mothers. <laughs> I have receipts. I have receipts. Everybody shut the fuck up, which is like what a good teacher should do. But no. I mean, it's not what a great <laughs> teacher would do,
1: but it's what an adequate teacher would do.
0: Well, but instead of like calming them down, they're like, no, it's fine. Crucify him. It's fine. Um, And then you see this like real pretty blonde girl, like looking at him with sad eyes.
1: And then just kind of like retreating into the back of the crowd. Right. Ten years later.
0: Ten years later. Today's birthday. Yay.
1: His roommate gives him like a super terrible pep talk about like you're kind of a loser that doesn't want to do anything. You really need to get out there. And Dave's like, I tried getting out there like once in fourth grade. Turns out that was terrible. <laughs>
0: Can you imagine? Like being twenty and being like, no, I tried. I tried once when I was ten, and it didn't work.
1: I mean, to <laughs> his defense, and therefore. I'm,
0: like, destined to be
1: alone for it is <laughs> In his defense, his 10-year-old experience would have been highly traumatizing. V- very
0: traumatic. Very traumatic. He, uh, at best, like, was hallucinating, and no one else could, like, see or hear what he saw. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I understand, like, he's definitely been through some trauma, but, like...
1: Yeah. 10-year-old you... Also, I'm going to say there's some signs that he's been in therapy and Mm -hmm. seeing some professional help. And I feel like maybe, like, some of his professional help has been, like, maybe we need to figure out what the fuck is wrong with you first. Mm -hmm. And then we can get you on keel. And, like, also, 10 through 20 is a wild hormonal ride. It
0: is a wild ride. Wild. So,
1: like... Let's, like...
0: Let's let things even
1: out. Like, maybe we'll, like, at 25, by 25, we might be able to get you stable enough that you can, right. like, interface with humans. We'll see where we land. Of uh, a gender, which you choose. And, like, we'll figure out what the fuck's going on. Right. But, like, for now.
0: For now.
1: Let's just know. <laughs> um, But he's, like, listen, but Dave's, like, listen, I gotta go teach physics. And, and he's, like, oh, you're doing the thing for, like, the, like... Physics for people who hate physics. Physics
0: for dumb people.
1: It's like they're hum like they're. It's a gen ed like yes. for
0: for humanities majors humanities or whatever. Majors.
1: So yes, I'm gonna do that. So he rolls um, into this classroom. Somebody opens the door. His notes blow away. He's kind of like all flustered and like barely holding his shit together. Anyway,
0: I gotta say, uh, academics in general uh, can get away with being very neurodivergent.
1: the absent-minded professor it's it's a very
0: neurodivergent friendly like thing you're like oh but he's they're so brilliant you know like they just see the world differently whereas like if you roll in as you know an architect
1: or or, say so i work I, i work in computers and we have a few folks that have come and gone that are definitely neurodivergent one of whom, like, literally can watch network traffic live, like he's watching the fucking Matrix.
0: <laughs> and he's like, oh, there.
1: There. There was the error. And we're like, wait, what? And we have to, like, roll back and see. He's like, yeah, there's a bit missing right there. I'm like, a bit. For those of you that don't know, that's a one or a zero. The littlest
0: the littlest part, part of, of data recorded data
1: is a one or a zero. We were missing a one bit in a data stream. He saw it live. And we were able to tell the customer some real special shiny brains. They're like, oh, what tool did you use to do that? And we're like, this guy? And they're like, is he okay? Like we're not sure, but we don't know man, <laughs> but we're not getting rid of him. Like no, you you protect that. You
0: definitely should keep him. up.
1: Yeah, but he's he's definitely neurodivergent and he's precious. Well,
0: well, but like he's were... our
1: little our little neurodivergent. Right. So
0: anyway, being being like a TA or a professor, like it's fine in, in physics. You you can be neurodivergent and it's like not a big deal. No,
1: we're like oh yeah, yeah. It's that's actually fine,
0: an yeah. asset because you're probably more brilliant.
1: Well, also, like, you will look at the data, and it's one of those things, you're like, we have a problem. You're like, I've been working on this problem for 12 years. I'm like, nobody works on a problem for 12 years. (laughs) Like, I'm not sure if you're aware.
0: But nerd people do. They're like, yay, hyper-focus.
1: (laughs) Okay. Do it. Do it. Ride that that pony. (laughs) Like, you do it. But anyway, so uh, his papers blow all over, and he has to pick them up real quick. And he ends up picking them up from under the desk of this girl who's wearing some, like, very festive, like, fishnet stocking Right, right. Things. She's
0: wearing some, like, they're not quite fishnets, but they are, like...
1: They're a patterned...
0: They're a pa- a patterned tight with tights with holes.
1: Yeah, like hosiery and, and a And a skirt. Yeah, not a very long skirt.
0: I mean, like, it's definitely above the knee. Otherwise, why would you have fun tights?
1: Fair enough. But he kind of like looks at the legs and then like kind of follows them up and then realizes what he's doing. He's like, oh,
0: he's like, sorry, I don't mean to be a creep. I just need this paper. And she's like, yeah, heard that before.
1: Yeah. A little late now. Um, and he's, she's like, then he's like, dude, are, are you Becky? And she's like, "Uh, uh, like, I'm Dave. She's like, oh, Dave from like fourth grade. You transferred right after the thing. And he's like. Yeah. yeah. I've been in therapy for a while and also we found out that like it was probably a blood sugar issue. Turns out it could cause hallucinations in like fourth grader, like ten year olds. Like right. it's, it's a whole wild it's, ride. It's
0: not uncommon. I'm doing like, a lot
1: better. And she's like,
0: Are ya? She's like, That's so great.
1: So, um, but like I'm on a I'm on the rebound. She's like, Cool, like <laughs> Please stop talking to me. <laughs> like, let's just get through this. Yes. You, you're you teaching my class, so, like, there is a little bit of a power dynamic.
0: Right. Like, you should probably go back to teaching. Like, and He's like, okay, sounds
1: good. It sounds great. Uh, meanwhile, we see the urn mm-hmm. from that sucked up Nick Cage and Al Molina starting to shake. And then, like, it's like... It's in someone's man. house. Yeah. They're like, why'd
0: you buy this piece of shit, like, from mm-hmm. a... Uh, market she's like it's an antique you know
1: yeah so after the class like um dave is chasing becky and he's like hey how's it been how you been what are you up to what are you doing she's like i really don't want to talk to you like really
0: like i gotta go i have this like thing i have to like go to the campus radio station you know like
1: yeah. And I like, don't have
0: time to talk to you. She
1: turns into the radio station, and literally I thought this was going to be, like, one of those things where, like, like, yeah, this is my stop. And it's, like, literally just anywhere with an open, unlocked door that you're aware of that you're, mm-hmm. like, this is where I live so that you can, like, sh- like,
0: <laughs> leave
1: leave the creeper behind. Yes. yes. And then he's got a dead end. He's, like, oh, she lives here. And you're, like, mm-hmm. Nope, she lives like four blocks the other way.
0: But yeah.
1: But this is where she thought she could get rid of you. But no, this is actually where she works. But as they're going in, it gets struck by lightning, and so she like runs in real quick. She's like, "Oh my gosh, what's going on?" And they're like, "And they're oh.
0: like, all our equipment's down. We're not transmitting. And like this guy called in sick, and like everything's a shit show."
1: And the Dave shows up. He's like, "Where's your engineer's tools?" He's like, "Uh, he's like, listen." I'm a physicist. Physicist.
0: Physicist.
1: Not a radio technician.
0: Not a radio technician. That's different?
1: Um, I mean, there's some physics involved in being a radio technician. (laughs) But I've never met someone who described themselves as a physicist.
0: Who could get a radio show up and running.
1: No, who really had any practical skills whatsoever. (laughs)
0: Yes, um a lot of them describe themselves as like engineers yeah. or like yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a not lot not a of
0: physicists. Like all the physicists I know, and I don't know that many of them. But like they just do math all day. Yeah. That's it.
1: <laughs> At best maybe they manage other physicists.
0: Right. They manage other people doing math all day.
1: But like I like I know I have a friend who's a PhD quantum physicist. I literally have no idea what the fuck the man is talking about <laughs> most of the time when he tries to describe <laughs> his job. Also, he like works for the Air Force and can't actually describe his job. Right. So, right. like, we talk blah, about blah
0: blah blah signal to noise ratio. Blah blah blah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I threw the words Bose Einstein condensate out into a conversation. He's like, "Oh, nice." I was like, Look at I you I don't, with the smart words." I was like, "I don't know what that means." <laughs> Um, but then, actually, I kind of do know. It's when things get so cold that they turn from like it's basically just a soup of like right, yeah, it's, it's matter a, soup. It's matter soup where it's not really technically an element or anything. It's just goo of yes proton. Goo. You like yes, it's goo when too. matter
0: turns to goo because it's too fucking cold to get out of bed.
1: Yeah, I mean, I see that hand. <laughs> All right, and so, but. But Dave here, our physicist friend, is able to get it back up and running. And Becky's super impressed. She's
0: like, oh my god, that's amazing! Thanks so much!
1: And you can tell she's kind of like, you should ask me out. Like, she's doing the, like, kind of, like... Yes. Demure posing.
0: Right, where she's like, I'm very impressed at your skills.
1: I'm very receptive to whatever you're offering.
0: I gotta say, like, truly, uh this actor like hits all of my buttons as like a teen like this he was like my ideal like a very skinny awkward smart guy so was like my jam <laughs> i was Dear like listener, oh
1: i want you to know uh that 2002 me probably checked a lot of those boxes it's true
0: it's true 2002 you didn't check a lot of those boxes
1: um, you could
0: have been a little taller I'm not gonna it lie, could have been a baller. <laughs> but yeah, it's like a very, a very like pale, awkward, <laughs> like
1: like was trying some interesting facial hair concepts. Right,
0: right. Like just, I really, really liked a very, very awkward, like skinny nerd.
1: And again, listener, was, let was me tell you, was my jam. I, I mean, she got a good one. Yeah, she yeah. got a, she got. She got a quintessential <laughs> form. Like this is the platonic ideal of awkward nerdness.
0: Yes, yes. I was like, I want someone who's super socially awkward and who's really smart.
1: Well, you're like an extrovert, so like you all, I feel like extroverts just wander around looking for introverts to adopt
0: to adopt you're like just like like a kitten I found in the, in the alley. I but, mean, like, he, in human form.
1: <laughs> he's cute, but he's kind of a rescue, so he's not used to being out right. in public he's yet. my
0: rescue human. Yeah.
1: That's me. I'm the rescue. But, yeah, Becky's throwing that, like, whole vibe, and he just bolts. He's
0: like, oh, great, helping you out, bye.
1: hmm And at home, he gets there, and his roommate it's like, so you just left? You didn't like, ask her out? He's like, she'll remember me. He's like, she'll remember you? Who the fuck are you? Braveheart? Like, that's not...
0: <laughs> this is not the game you should be playing right
1: now. <laughs> don't go for remember me. Like, go for, like, screaming my name later. That's the game. Like, that's what we want here, buddy. Like you're
0: playing the wrong game.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And uh, he's
0: like, look, I tried when I was 10 <laughs> and it didn't work.
1: So, like, <laughs> I don't feel like I mean, like, honestly, so imagine, like, I don't know if you had a fourth grade crush. I did not.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I did.
1: I don't, I can't think of anyone that I was uh-huh. like, I don't really think I understood.
0: Anything? Anything
1: <laughs> in fourth grade. But like, you know, fast forward through high school, pick your first crush. Uh-huh. If you had a chance 10 years later... To hook up with said crush.
0: Right. Would you be like, oh, it didn't work in fourth grade, so it's not going to work now?
1: I mean, at the least, I think you owe it to your fourth grade. You owe it to
0: 10-year-old you to, like, put it out there.
1: To put it out there, see where it goes. Yeah, just, you know, like, casual. Let's see see what happens. Get some closure or Or not. not. Or not. Either way. I mean, what's the worst,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. But he's like, no, it worked. It didn't work when I was 10. It's not going to work now.
1: (laughs) So, but he just like kind of blows him off, goes down into this like giant indoor lab space that he has where he's got Tesla coils set up and starts playing music. Mm -hmm. That is the music that she was playing on her show.
0: Right, right. Not weird and obsessive at all. Okay. Where did he get this lab space?
1: So he says it was an old turnaround for the subway,
0: right, which they do have
1: um, so that would kind of given where he's at, it would probably be almost under city hall, okay. Uh, down in the like southern tip.
0: Someone's gonna be in
1: Manhattan, that. like oh gosh, yes.
0: <laughs> like someone turned that into like luxury loft apartments in 2010.
1: <laughs> oh no, I mean it's well. First off, it that area is very like protected. Like mm-hmm. it's part of the subway system. You cannot just wander into that. Uh, again, this is so we started in 2000. We're now in 2010. 9/11 has happened. There are not unattended underground areas in Manhattan anymore. Right, right. Like, that's just not a thing that exists. Mm -hmm. Like, people are watching that shit. So,
0: um, I guess it's part of the college. Yeah. And the college turned it into, uh, like, a lab. And he has permission to use that lab.
1: It's questionable about the permission stuff. We'll get to that later. Yeah. But, um, he's there. But yeah, it is a giant indoor underground space that he can use. It's basically the back cave. Yeah, and but he's using it to like pine after a girl and play uh, and
0: play her music through Tesla coils
1: <laughs> over you know, the da 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 da. Yes, da 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 da. All my secrets I don't know that song. That song, but like Shazam, that shit, it'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, meanwhile, we go back to where the urn was, and it explodes, and it's Horvath.
0: Right, out of beetles you know, like, again.
1: Uh, well, no, out of smoke. Out of smoke. And he's standing there, and he's like, am I the first one out? And the owners of the urn are just like, and like and the- one of them passes out.
0: And he's like, I guess so. That, that means yes.
1: That means a yes. So, he just drags the urn over to the window and throws it out. Um and Nick Cage emerges from the urn mid-fall mm-hmm. and manages to like grab onto the ledge as he shoots out and the urn right showers. and the urn
0: falls away from his like dust form and, and he just is hanging on the edge of a building and her oldest was like both his shoulders would be dislocated
1: <laughs> like, yep
0: that's a lot of grip strength for being in an urn for ten years and I was mm. like you. Have been watching us watch movies <laughs> for
1: too long. <laughs> yep. So, he's just in time. So, he ends up at the top of the Chrysler building. hmm And, like, you see him, like, put his hand on top of one of the, like, eagle-shaped gargoyles that's out there. They're really gorgeous. Like, Art Deco. Art Deco
0: like, eagle gargoyles. Eagle
1: gargoyles. I just
0: feel like Art Deco would be like, we don't need gargoyles. Like, we're above
1: gargoyles. It's, I mean, imagine if you made a gargoyle shaped like an eagle, but you use like, five lines to do it. Right.
0: I was like, they're real, they're real geometric, uh, yeah. Art Deco vibes. So it'd be interesting to be, like, a real geometric gargoyle. It'd be like that time, uh, that Katy Perry played the Super bull and she had, like, that, like, weird Aslan. <laughs> yeah,
1: robo-Aslan. <laughs> You're not yeah. far off. But, like, these things are also ginormous. Mm-hmm. Um, And also have spotlights built into their heads, which is part of the concept, because they needed, like, outrigger, like,
0: They need to get the light out.
1: Yeah, to shine up on the peak of the Chrysler building, because it's all metal. Mm -hmm. So they wanted it shining into the night like a beacon. So um, that's really what they are, is they're pots for these spotlights shining Mm -hmm. back.
0: They're like, let's make them some cool, weird geometric cargoils.
1: Sure. I mean, if you gotta have it, make it like make
0: it cool make
1: it cool um but he puts his hand out and you see it kind of like shimmer and then we're at dave's apartment Mm -hmm. and almon lena has found him and he's like all right where the fuck's the grim hole he's like what the who the what now he's like the grim the doll i'm sorry but again what what are you talking about? The fuck are you? So talking?
0: at no point is he like strange man in my apartment. I should run. He's like, no, I'm gonna like finish my beer and have a conversation. No, he tries with to this run. Weird man. He, he tries to run later. Like he has a whole conversation with him before he decides to run.
1: It's it's like maybe forty five seconds. It's
0: too long. It is too long.
1: Well, he's he's kind of processing things. Like did did my roommate let you in? Like who the fuck are you? Who are you? And then he's like, this seems... Mil- this seems bad. I'm gonna go? And he's like, no, you're not. He's like... And then Almelina has got a knife. He's like, oh, I'm certainly gonna go. And he tries to run, and Almelina closes the door. And he's like, nope, nope, gotta go. So he, like, rips the door open and runs out. And that's when Almaline is like, the most reasonable thing to do in this moment is summon wolves.
0: Okay, so he sees a um a calendar. Yeah. And the calendar is like, whatever, has wolves for whatever, whatever Mm -hmm. month we're in. And, uh, so he takes the, the calendar page of the wolves and sends them after this dude.
1: So now Dave's, like, running away and, like, trying to get away. He ends up running up onto the elevated train, which is part of the subway system, which is confusing, but, Mm -hmm. um, it's an L for you Chicagoans. It's the
0: train system.
1: It's the train system. And the Wolves are chasing him, and he manages to get like hiding on the tracks, and the wolves spot him, and it's a whole thing. And he's about to get like wasted by Al Molina when Balthazar Nick shows up, riding one of the giant eagles,
0: riding a fucking metal eagle from the Chrysler Building.
1: Yeah, and it's like
0: it's it's pretty baller. It's a, lot. It's a pretty baller uh, entrance.
1: So Nick Cage is like, come with me if you want to live. (laughs)
0: 100%.
1: And yanks him up onto the Falcon, and there's just like basically screaming as they fly away. And Horvath's like, all right, well.
0: This is how you want to play. So Balthasar
1: didn't die.
0: Well, there's also a point where the wolves come uh, to attack him and turn into puppies.
1: Right, Balthasar turns them into puppies.
0: Or he turns them into puppies. I think it was Balthasar. It's unclear.
1: I think it was Balthasar. Because Balthazar never really mentions it like how'd you do the puppy thing. Like he's just like, Yeah, I did that. Like, a baller. You okay. Know I mean. So we get up on top of the Chrysler building again, and there's a whole plot dump of like Nick Cage being like, Alright, so you're <sighs> Gosh, Nick must...
0: Cage in a ridiculous hat.
1: <laughs> in a ridiculous hat has to say the word prime Merlinian. Merlin several times. <laughs> Prime Merlinian.
0: Oh, if we were having a drinking game, where we drank every time they said Prime Merlinian?
1: Yeah, and he's like, so the Grimholds are holding the Merganians. Gosh. And, like, that's great. He's like, also, I know you kept the ring, because I'm gonna summon the ring to me, and it comes with the whole dresser, and Dave's like, uh, that's my dresser? Like, can you put that back? He's like, yeah, fuck you. Um.
0: (laughs) Your underwear is just gonna be on the top of the chrysler building it's gonna be, be a little inconvenient
1: but like go to ikea shit like just get another one <laughs> and um he's like You he kept the ring so like try to ring on like put the ring on you're the prime merlinian i gotta train your ass up or else like all of humanity is doomed and dave's like i really don't think you want to put all the fate of humanity on my like very sagging shoulders like, look at me like I what am I
0: like a, a buck 30 like, like my I can't I can't do this. My
1: career highlight is going to be playing Hiccup in the um How to Train Your Dragon movies. I
0: mean, it's where our kids recognized him. Yeah. They're like, "Wait a minute, his voice is familiar."
1: Yeah. So Nicolas Cage is like, "All right, here's the deal. Like, you just have me get that one grim hold back. Get the dolls back." And I will leave your ass alone. I will abandon you on the side of the road. You can go we back never, to living a normal life. Normal life. Um and Dave's like, okay, fine. Like, deal. You leave me alone. I'll do this one gig. That's it. When in the history of just one more job Just and one
0: more job has ever turned out well.
1: No, it hasn't. I mean, th- your
0: ass ends up in jail, or like it's your it's your career
1: now. Again, ask Nicolas Cage he knows <laughs> he knows from gone in 60 seconds the rock from con air like it's never just one more thing it's never
0: just one more job guys
1: it never is and he's like all right well we got to get downtown because i can like sense the grim holds over there but he, and dave's like all right we'll just take the eagle thing he's like now nah, too obvious we're gonna take my car and he's like okay fine his car is like a 1937 Rolls Royce.
0: Which has been impounded for 10 years.
1: And they haven't and sold just it. just
0: sitting there. Just sitting there for 10 years. Okay, so like a parking spot makes more money than I do in New York per hour. So like... Truth. There is no way.
1: And parking spots work 24 hours a day. Not and parking spots like, work 24
0: hours a day and don't need health insurance. So like, there is no way that they don't sell that shit.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, and it's, I mean, it's a collector's car. Like, it would be worth some money.
0: It'd be worth some money, and then you can get your spot back.
1: Maybe it's just enchanted that no one can find it in the system.
0: Oh, maybe. Or,
1: like, no one can actually take ownership of it for some reason.
0: Right, enchanted through bureaucracy. Yeah. That makes sense. Honestly, that's brilliant. I love that.
1: Yeah, I'm honestly having done work for the city of New York. In their IT department, the only thing I can imagine is holding that whole shit show together is magic.
0: <laughs> yeah. So like enchanted through bureaucracy to be invisible. I see, I see that hand.
1: So, um, they get in the Rolls Royce and start driving down and like the guy that's, you know, getting it back to him is like, this has been intended for, impounded for 10 years. Like, I'm going to have to call you toe, Nick's like, nah, I got this. And so he just enchants it, like, reinflates the tire, starts it right up, and it drives right out. And as it's driving out, all the dust flies off of it, and it is cherry. It's beautiful. It is a great-looking car. And this is where we get the kind of pep talk, and Nick's like, all right, so here's the deal. You're a sorcerer, I'm a sorcerer, sorcerers are badass. You know how, like, typical humans use 10% of their brains? And And Dave's like, yeah, sure, that sounds reasonable, for the record. It's not true. Not true at all. It's not true at all. Um... And he's like, "So, we sorcerers, we do significantly more. We can see the world as it really is. We can like manipulate like the vibration of molecules and shit, and like that set things on fire, make plasma, like stop things dead in their tracks. It's pretty awesome. We're pretty cool. Uh, let's try setting shit on fire." He can't. The Dave can't do anything.
0: Right, right. He's like, "You just gotta, you gotta tune in. You gotta clear your mind." And then you gotta tune into the molecules and the vibrations, and then change the vibrations of the molecules, and then like shit happens.
1: Also, like Nikkei James, she's like, by the way, you gotta be real subtle about it because there's like, if normal people knew magic existed, it'd be like a whole shit show. Yeah. And Dave's like, yeah, says the man in a three hundred year old rawhide trench coat. (laughs)
0: Right. Like, not not exactly blending in here, sir.
1: And there's, like, this look Nick Cage gives him that tells me if this was not a PG-13 movie, <laughs> there would be... Fuck you, man. There would be some deuces shown. <laughs> um, but they chase the um, the um uh, back to Chinatown.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They get down into Chinatown. And Nick Cage is, like, poking around. And, of course,
0: there's a festival. Of course. Of course,
1: there's a giant festival. Of course, Nick Cage has to go into, like, an acupuncture massage parlor place. Mm -hmm. And he's talking to the proprietor. And he's like, hey, uh, how's it going? You know. You know. Whatever. Whatever. I'm
0: I'm looking for, like, a set of Russian dolls. She's like, I don't know. I collect so many things.
1: And Nick Cage says, like, your hair is really beautiful. And she's like, oh, your Cantonese is so great. He's like, that was Mandarin bitch. It's
0: Mandarin motherfucker.
1: And that he blasts her. And it turns out that's um Horvath. And there's a whole fight upstairs. And Horvath's like, Yeah, so remember how like you had me the Grimhold and like I was the top nesting doll? Well, I let the next guy out, and it's this Chinese dude who has literally no lines or personality. No. Other than to be like half naked Chinese dude.
0: Yeah, half naked Chinese dude. He's wearing like um like a strapless dress.
1: It's like a corset.
0: Like yeah, strapless dress corset.
1: It stops like at ribcage.
0: Yeah, it stops at ribcage.
1: But as he doesn't have no he does not have bosoms as he is a male. Right. Presenting, I guess. Yeah. Um so it's just like a real tight corset around his ribcage that stops below the chest. Right,
0: but he still has like full uh arm. Movement. movement
1: and then he's also got like a skirt underneath mm-hmm. that it's it's, it's no, cute it's it's yeah love. i don't mind
0: i don't mind it at all
1: no um but now nick cage has to bite fight him and horvath right and ends up knocking him out and that guy finds dave mm-hmm. with the ring and nick's like uh dave you're gonna want to run like hell like
0: you don't know anything yet you can't fight this guy
1: like get get out of here so Dave takes off running, and then Horvath manages to, or this guy, the Chinese guy, manages to summon a dragon by turning the like festival dragon
0: into a real dragon through his corset.
1: Yeah. Because his
0: corset has a dragon emblem on it, and he like, whatever, calls it to life, and in that, like, makes the festival dragon become real.
1: It's really weird and convoluted and creepy and I mean, gross. It's
0: magic,
1: sure. And so the dragons chasing Dave, Balthazar, and and Horvath are ch- fighting. But Balthazar ends up getting the doll back and kind mm-hmm. of like
0: stashing it,
1: stashing it. And Balthazar's like, Dave, you have to clean your mind, clear your mind, and imagine what you want to do, and you can do it. And so Dave manages to like. She has barely clear his mind and, like, light the dragon's tail on fire. And...
0: And then it catches the whole dragon on fire. No,
1: Balthazar there. is like, good enough. And he just blows the rest of the dragon away. And so Dave's like, I
0: did it! I did it! Oh my god, did you see that? I did it! It was
1: amazing! And Balthazar's like, yeah, that was great. Good job, buddy. Good job, buddy. And so they're walking away, and as they're walking away, cops show up. And is like, just, just do what I do. And he's like, okay... And so you see the cops, and it shows them, and as they, and then it like pans back, and when it pans back, Balthazar and Dave are now cops. They like,
0: they have mustaches. They have
1: mustaches, and Balthazar's like, "Yeah, man, I don't know. This party looks like it just got a hand. Maybe these Chinese folk had a little too much sh- sake." And you know the other cops kind of laugh, and and Dave turns and is like, "I think." Sake's Japanese, Japanese, not Chinese. And everybody just kind of looks at him like, the fuck? <laughs> and so, Balthazar just kind of grabs me like, eh, rookies. And like, hauls him off and he's like, dude, I was being intentionally racially insensitive because, you know, New York City cops. He's like, Oh, I see that now. Like I
0: get. Yeah, and he's like, but also that's not cool, dude.
1: That's not cool. He's like, well, just sh-. like I was just trying to get us out of the situation. Like, he's uh. uh, like, but now, like, we need like a hideout. Like, we need to go away.
0: Right. Well, and he was like, you did your part. Like, I got, I got the whatever.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: we. I can take your ring, and we can go on our way, and you can live your normal life. And uh, Dave was like, I mean, I kind of I kind of want to learn more. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, I mean, if you're in, you're in. And he's like, I'm in.
1: All right, cool. We need to hide out. He's like, I got just the place. Turns out I have, like, 10,000 square feet of illicit um, New York City real estate.
0: Right, right, that I, like, may or may not be stealing from the... Uh,
1: The college. (laughs) The
0: college that I maybe work at.
1: (laughs) So they go back to the lab. And first thing Nick Cage does, he puts the grimoire down on a table and it just like fades out of existence. Mm
0: -hmm. It disappears.
1: Disappears. And Dave's like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, don't worry about that. All right, me and you. And so Dave, er, or Balthasar, puts a big circle on the floor. He's like, this is the circle of Merlin. If you come in this circle, like, come to stay.
0: There's no no turning back.
1: There's no turning back.
0: At no point does he explain what that means. Yeah. It just makes it sound, like, lofty and uh, heroic.
1: Yeah. And Dave's like, cool, I'm in. And he's like, all right, cool. Let's do this. And so then there's, um, like, a moment where Balthazar's like, all right, you're officially my sorcerer's apprentice. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's a great name for a movie. Ooh. Um... And he's like, by the way, you need better shoes because, like, the rubber soles on your shoes, they're going to block the current from the ground. Like, you need to be in tune to, like, all of nature and the electrical currents and bullshit. Like, here you go. And Dave looks at the shoes like, these are, like, old man shoes. And, like, Nick Cage looks down at his feet and he's wearing the same shoes and he's like, I mean, they look great on you, though. (laughs) I was like, wow, Caddyshack reference. They
0: look great on you.
1: Yeah, look at this hat. You got a free bowl of soup with a hat like this oh look great on you though catch that yes. reference
0: i did i did
1: so anyway meanwhile horvath is like walking around he finds a burger chef he's like hey man you got an apprentice for me and it turns out the burger chef is some sort of like more mm-hmm. acolyte and he's like yeah i got the guy he's like okay cool like make the intros he's like yeah he you, you'll know where to find him he's he's not hiding We got a training montage from Balthazar and Dave where they're learning how to do, like, plasma and fire and bullshit. Little
0: baby plasma uh, balls that, like, bounce all over the place. And uh, definitely hit him in the balls because that's hilarious. Ball shots
1: are always funny.
0: They're so funny. They're so funny.
1: Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Horvath goes and finds the other Morginian. And it is a he's a professional magician.
0: He is like David Blaine. He's like like a street musician or or magician. He has like all these awards. He's got a
1: DVD. He has
0: black nail polish. Like he is a real piece of work.
1: And he's like, what the fuck happened to you? He's like, listen, my um my instructor kind of sort of died unexpectedly and quickly um, don't know what the fuck that was about, but it left me with some, like, clinical grade abandonment issues, and also, like, just enough magic to really be impressive to these, like, human type people, so. Right.
0: so I improvised, so like, I'm, what, I what pivoted. was I supposed to do?
1: I did a pivot, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, I got no, no shame, he's like, yeah, whatever, well, I need you now, so, like, you're my apprentice, we're gonna go after these other guys. Then we jump back to Balthasar and Dave, and Dave's like, yeah, so, like, I gotta date with Becky, I gotta go, and Balthasar's like, uh, yeah, human relationships, not really a thing we... Strive for. Strive for. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Jedi, but that's basically the bullshit ba- we're going it's for. It's basically
0: our bullshit.
1: Because as soon as you get connected to someone, like, that's leverage, and, um, it's a distraction, you're you're going to try to impress her or you're going to try to protect her. And like, neither of those work for me. So like,
0: so I say, don't go,
1: don't, don't do it. And Dave's just like, yeah, I'm doing it. And so he runs after after Becky and he's like, Hey, how you been? And she's like, Oh, like not bad. And they're like kind of walking together and going down to the subway. And this is where they get mugged. Mm-hmm. And like Dave just like immediately panics and gives up everything. He's Like
0: Here, here's my money. Whatever, man.
1: And then Becky's like, that was my grandma's bracelet. Like, this is really traumatic for me. And he's like, fine. So he chases the guy down and, like, "It's like, hey, man, like, the guy's trying to get out the turnstile and he stops the turnstile. He it, yeah. And the guy's like, uh, he's like, hey, I need that bracelet back. Like, I don't care about all the other shit, but, like.
0: But, yeah, I need that bracelet.
1: And the guy's like, oh, you're here to defend your girlfriend's honor? He's like girlfriend, did you did you pick up like a girlfriend vibe there? Because like, I we're not really, but like, do you but, think she's yeah. like into me? And he's like, <laughs> I do not fucking care. <laughs> I
0: cannot express how much I do not care.
1: About whatever's going on between the you 2 But like, I'm keeping the bracelet. And then Dave's like, okay. So he picks up like a he like uses telepathy powers to like pick a trash can up behind him. And he's mm-hmm. like gonna beat him over the head with it. But he's, like, not doing
0: very well. Well, and then he catches it on fire.
1: And the dude turns around like, dude, you seen the shit? And he's like, yeah, that's yeah, me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that.
1: Funk And knocks him out. And he's like, okay, I'm going to take the bracelet back. And then, like, hastily run away.
0: Right, he runs up the stairs. And he's like, hey, Becky, I got this bracelet back. And he's like, oh, my God, how'd you do that? And he's like, I've been working out. She's like, that's amazing, but also, like, don't ever do that again. It's so dangerous.
1: So dangerous, and, like, also, But also,
0: so sexy. Yeah.
1: (laughs) He's like, so, like, maybe can I see you again sometime? She's like, yeah, like, maybe tomorrow night? He's like, it's a date. And she's like, uh... He's like, it's not a date. I mean, like, it's just like an appointment. Like an
0: appointment, like a meeting.
1: Like a meeting, like, not a date date. And she's like, yeah, I should probably stand this guy up. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh.
0: It's so awkward. It's so awkward. But also, she kind of likes him.
1: So she's kind of into the date, but not. Right. I don't know. And then Balthazar shows up. He's like, oh God, why did you do that? Also, like, come with me. Like, we got to get you sorted out. So they're back at the.
0: Underground lab area. Doing a
1: little more training. And then Becky shows up and Balthazar like you best not like this is a distraction it's a liability mm-hmm. stay here and so he's like nope goes up to meet her at the door and it's like hey how are you doing and i was like hey i thought we were hanging out this evening And he's like hey he's like i'm his uncle balthazar and he's like she's like good to meet you he's like i was just you know heading out i see you guys want to be together and like you don't want me around here because you got some stuff planned probably
0: also like i have to go get your like itch cream for that rash it's gonna clear up
1: i'm pretty sure (laughs) probably uh so like later and he bolts and dave's like that's my uncle balthazar he likes to embarrass me it's fine i want to die like like, hey, I got something to show you. Way. Show you down here. So um they go downstairs into the hideout, and Dave's like, so I was thinking about like all my science with these Tesla coils, and I was like, it's cool, but like I've been missing something here. And starts He's like, So like here, come in this cage with me. She's like, that's you, the should, first. you
0: should step into my cage.
1: And she's like, um, that's the first time someone said that to me out loud he's like yeah i mean it's innocent i'm in here too i'm like mm, not helping yes but he can now use the tesla coils to play to
0: play music
1: music and ends up playing the song she was playing on the radio again it's that that all my secrets away mm-hmm. song She's like, She's oh my gosh you were listening i am suddenly infatuated
0: yes i've like it's it's a long con uh but yes Mm-hmm. She's like, "Wow, this is amazing," and he's like, "Yeah, like it didn't like if I've I've had all these Tesla coils and they've been like making noise, but it didn't register to me that like it could be like music, you know, like
1: yeah, you mm-hmm. turned me on to the music part of it, and she's like, I also am turned on,
0: right, right, and he's like, it's so nerdy,
1: yeah, but, but also
0: sexy, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a bad play. He did he played his cards well.
0: Yeah, he he did."
1: And so, he's like, so we should, like, meet up again, but, like, maybe not in my, like, creepery, like, electrical dungeon, but, like...
0: Maybe, like, go out,
1: like... Somewhere with fresh air and... Get, like, and some coffee. Multiple escape routes where we're not locked in a cage together.
0: Unless... Unless that's what you're into. And uh, and if that's true, then I'm super into it.
1: Yeah, apparently. I mean...
0: <laughs> and she's like, yeah, sounds great.
1: So then we skip ahead, and there, it's like the next day, Dave's doing some... At the school, and he's in a bathroom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the magician rolls up and is like, Um... Hey, man, how's it going? And Dave's like... Uh, do I know you? Do I know you? He's like, you don't recognize me at all? He's like, never seen you before in my life. He's like, fuck. Like, I have DVDs. Like...
0: Right, my my face is on a fucking bus. Like, what do I need?
1: Yeah, exactly. And so... Dave's just like, I don't know. So then the the magician starts kind of, like, flipping around and, like, doing stuff with him. And then Horvath walks he's in. Like, he's oh,
0: like, oh, this is high school. Over again.
1: Yeah. And Horvath walks in and is like, okay, enough play. Dave, we need to talk. I'm going to kill you. But first you're going to tell me where everything is. I'm like, that is, like, failure of Torture 101.
0: Right. You got you to not tell them you're going to kill them no matter what. You gotta let them believe that if they give you information, you will let them live.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, you're no, you're power dynamic, right? But as he's threatening, Balthazar shows up. There's a whole fight. Balthazar ends up throwing Horvath through a mirror, mm-hmm. which traps him in like the mirror dimension
0: for like a second.
1: And um, they get out and back at the hideout. Dave's like, "What the fuck?" I feel like there's a lot more to the story. But you're, you're, you're not telling, telling me, me. What's a prime Merlinian? He called me that? It's a terrible pun for the record. But, like, also, what's a Grimhold? And why does everybody want it? And, and Nick Cage like, all right, so here's the deal. So Morgana, she wanted to do this magic spell called the Rising, which, like, summons all the undead. And, like, we kind of didn't want her to do that because we felt like maybe that would make her a little too powerful. Also, right. Undead Army seems a little unnatural. Like, there's,
0: there's a lot more dead people than there are alive people. So, like, yeah, an Undead Army is, like, really a lot.
1: He's like, but I'm here because the Prime Merlinian. Merinian, Merlinian,
0: Merlinian. Gosh. It's the worst. It's, the
1: worst. it's is, the worst. Is like, I gotta find the Primer Linian, then like I can rest and the Primer Linian will set everything right. And I think that's you because right. ring shit.
0: Right. And they're like, wait, you're like a million years old. And he's like, yeah, uh, they gave us a spell so they wouldn't age until we found you.
1: Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Meanwhile, Horvath is trying to find Dave, so he goes to school and he's like, "Hey, I believe the, I'm looking for uh, information on one of the people that teach here." He's like, "Yeah, you can't find that information without, um, like, I need to see your your faculty, your faculty ID. ID." And Horvath like holds up his cane. like, "You don't need to see my faculty ID." And he's like, "I don't need to see your faculty ID." And then the magician on the side's like, "These are not the droids you're looking for." And I was like, "That that's what that truth
0: was. truth it was it was a real." There's was a real call out and I'm glad Disney like lampshaded it as opposed to being like, Oh no.
1: No, prime because... You know, <laughs> these are
0: original thoughts. Like mind
1: control is fine. <laughs> like we've never done any other movies with that. Right. But um they find out that uh Dave has an unauthorized lab space at a certain location. Why do you record
0: officially
1: Unauthorized lab space.
0: It would just be like tertiary lab space or unassigned lab space. Yeah. Or, you know, like generic lab space. Like
1: squatting in lab AB. So, like, if someone else needs it, you can reassign it. But it's like, he's just kind of there right now. Mm -hmm. But, like, unauthorized lab space. And Horvath's like, yeah, got this. So, we're back in the lab. Dave and Balthazar are talking about, like, human fusion, which is what uh, Veronica did to uh, Morgana, where she took her into her body. She took her soul. And Nick's like, yeah, I'm really thinking about it. And he looks over at Hank, the dog. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Dave's like, you're not going to do it with the fucking dog, right? He's like, I mean, you know, it's, like, the closest thing we have. I think I could do it. He's like... Don't...
0: You cannot take the soul of my dog.
1: Take my dog's soul, please. Don't... Just... Don't. Just don't do it. Okay, fine. And... Um... And then he's like, listen, Becky's coming over. Like, I've been waiting ten years for this minute. Like, I really need to get my shit together. So, like, if you could... Like, just,
0: like, chill. Chill
1: for a bit. For, and like,
0: 24 hours.
1: Father's like, fine, I got my own shit to do anyway. So, like, I get, I'm not going to be able to dissuade you. So, like, maybe we can just let it happen. Um, But, like, also the place is a dump. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, I need to clean this shit up. And he figures out he can animate mops and brooms. Yes. And sponges and shit. And as he's doing it, you hear the dun-dun. The Fantasia music from
0: The, Apprentice and
1: from the Sorcerer's Apprentice in Fantasia. Apprentice This is the only fucking reference to that.
0: But it's good.
1: It is tight. But it,
0: it's it's a real tight reference. Like he enchants the brooms. There's water everywhere. He well,
1: try- he goes to take a shower, and when he comes back, like the place is a wreck because mm-hmm. everybody's a little too overzealous in the cleaning.
0: Right, and then he's like, "Oh no, I gotta stop these." Uh, brooms and mops, but he can't. And he goes to, like, chop it in half.
1: But he can't chop it in half. It doesn't let him. It doesn't let him. And then Balthazar shows up is like, knock it off, and, like, just dispels all the magic and everything. And
0: he's like, this is not what magic is for. There are no shortcuts.
1: Yeah. Also, like, um, Becky comes in the middle of that, and he's like, you cannot come in here. Like, I... It's not safe. Like, we've got a little bit of an issue down here. I'm going to have to reschedule. Can I
0: call you? Yeah, and the and the mops are, like, climbing up him and, like, very clearly making him physically uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so like, he's, <laughs> like, twitching and, like, wiggling around. And she's like, is everything okay? And he's like, yeah, everything's fine. Bye. I mean, not
1: really, but, like, it'll be okay. Yeah. Like, I just need to call you later. I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry you came down all, all the way down here and it's not going to work out. But you should go. For your safety, you should go. She's like, okay. And like, she's going up in the elevator. She's like, what the fuck was that? That was
0: very weird.
1: That was very weird. I'm not sure I should continue this relationship. uh And then Balthasar shows up and is like, sets it all right. He's like, listen, you've abused the sacred art. You've abused the Merlin circle. And like, just really lights him up. And Dave's like, the fuck? You told me nothing. You told me like, Try the best I can. Do what I can do. Experiment. See what the fuck I can, you know, like, what's the limits of my magic? Like, anything I can imagine I can do, I do some shit, and you're like, yeah, not like that. Like, what? Like, right. what? Right,
0: I feel like I need way more guidelines. Yeah, and he's like, I told you when you stepped in the circle there was no turning back. And he's like, fuck you, you didn't tell me any fucking thing. Like, turn back from what?
1: Turn back from what?
0: Turn back from what?
1: Anyway. Uh, but then Dave just kind of, like, quits. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm gonna go find Becky. Like, I'm gonna try to, like, salvage anything I can out of this relationship. Like, you d- just figure out what you need to do. Right. Um, he goes up to find Becky. She's, like, in a coffee shop. But Talking
0: he- to friends, being bubbly and, like, delightful.
1: But he's like, nah, I'm not going in. But she, like, kind of sees him in a mirror walking away. And she's like, aww. Dave, he came up to find me, but he like didn't want to come in because he's like really nervous. He's and, weird. His... and so she follows so she him.
0: Follows him
1: to the top of the fucking Chrysler Building. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how you get up there.
0: I mean, there's an elevator,
1: but I like assume.
0: I, it's like a service elevator.
1: Yeah, like I don't feel like that's open to the public. And like you can tell, he's at the top of the Chrysler Building, getting ready to throw the ring when Becky shows up. Is like, hey, I have questions.
0: Are you okay?
1: And he's like, I'm not in a good place. She's like, Did you think one botch date was going to make me like hate you forever? And he's like, I mean,
0: maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah, maybe. And she's like, Listen, I remember you being cool. I remember the drawing of King Kong like back in fourth grade. He's like, Oh, you remember that? She's like, Yeah. Yeah, it was real cool. She's like, But like, he's like, But I'm at a whole thing because like 20 year old me isn't as cool as 10 year old me. And she's like, 22 year 20 year old year is is fine it's all like, right yeah he's like i can work with all right she's like you can work with all right like all right's all i'm really looking for she's like cool and so then we go to the hideout and dave's back balthazar's like hey man how's it going like hey i'm sorry sorry about everything and Balthazar's like no apology needed and then Balthazar looks at his hand. He's got black nail polish.
0: Dun, dun, dun. It's,
1: it's the magician. actually the magician. So then there's a whole fight and um, Horvath is there. They find the Grimold and there's a whole talk about Veronica mm-hmm. and like her choosing Balthazar and like all this bullshit.
0: Right. Like we were like brothers, but then like the girl chose you instead of me and then I turned against all of you.
1: Which kind of it's tracks.
0: Like, obviously the the next course of action. Yep.
1: Yeah. And so Dave shows up in the middle of that and help kinda of helps tilt the tide and like defend Balthasar. and then the bad guys end up just running out with the um
0: But they end up the with, with a doll.
1: And there's a chase scene in the car and they go around a corner and like Everything's a taxi, so they can't tell which car is supposed to be Horvath's. And
0: because he can change his car to be whatever, he can shape shift, and he can change his car.
1: And and Balazsard's like, Dave, focus on, like, moving the 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 doll thing.
0: Right, because your magic is tied to it. It's magic, and it can move around.
1: And so he does starts doing that, and all of a sudden, you see one of the cars like kind of freaking out a little bit. He's like, "That's it." And so they start chasing that, and then Horvath turns that car into, like, the super, like, Ferrari kind of thing, or Lamborghini, I forget what.
0: Right, right. And then Nick and then Cage, Nick Cage like, turns his car into a Lamborghini. I was like, I don't know why he didn't change his car into a taxi to begin with.
1: I think it was a Mercedes, but But still, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And so there's a whole high-speed chase at one point.
0: They go the wrong way down a a, a tunnel.
1: Yeah, they go down the, run, run right down the tunnel, and then they come up out of that, and Horvath does the mirror trick that Nick Cage did earlier, where he banished Horvath on the other side of the mirror dimension, and so him and um Dave, Dave are in their car on this mirror dimension trying to drive around, and he's like, we gotta find another mirror to go through, and Horvath keeps destroying all the mirrors that they can see, and finally they, like, Catches like piece of window that's like falling down. Right.
0: They have to drive into it as it's falling down. It's a real projectile motion, uh, physics 101 experiment.
1: Yeah. And Dave it's is like not if, on board. Right.
0: Where, like, if you're, if this mirror is falling down and you have to drive into it before you fall into the mirror dimension, like, yeah. What, what's your velocity?
1: Yeah. But they end up coming <laughs> through. They make the shot and then they come through and they're, um, They go down a corner and Horvath turns his car into a giant garbage truck Mm -hmm. and it's going to crush their car. And Dave's like, I got an idea. And he tries to change his car or he tries to do some magic and he ends up changing their car into like a pinto.
0: Right. Into like a clunker. And he's like, how is this helping? And he's like, that wasn't my idea. I think it
1: might've been a gremlin. Like all out Wayne's world.
0: My idea was to change their car into the junker, but like, it didn't work.
1: He's like, yeah, I noticed. And so they try to crush, uh, so the dump truck kind of half-crushes the clunker, but they're still able to get out. They're fine. Even the dog is fine. Even the, the dog.
0: Co- I don't even know why the dog was there. Uh, I don't know. Why? The dog wasn't anywhere else in this whole fucking movie. But
1: mm-hmm. it so was Hor- there. Horvath is walking away and kind of like casts a spell that turns random people into Veronica, which totally distracts Balthazar. Mm-hmm um and he's like oh gosh like you really got my head and the
0: the people are like hey what's your problem man he's like oh sorry i thought you were someone else
1: so and then dave's like dude you gotta talk to me what
0: what the fuck man
1: there's more to this and bella's like all right so here's the deal so there's a girl named Veronica. he's like i knew as a fucking girl you're like all on me about this girl but like
0: well and in the bathroom uh, Balthazar was like you, like you're in love, you know. Like I can tell, I can tell by your stupid face. <laughs> like,
1: like obviously this never works out. Right. But ask your buddy about right. This. Like
0: and Balthazar is not telling you the whole truth about who's in there.
1: Yeah, and so turns out Veronica just wanted to be normal and live a normal life. And Balthazar, you know, they couldn't do that. And Balthazar was trying to give it to her and try to help her out, and they had a good connection. Was going to give her like this necklace, but Horvath was like super jealous. Mm-hmm. cuz you know
0: right right because he's around and therefore he all all the attention of all the ladies are is just owed to him. He's yep. some real incel bullshit.
1: Yeah, indeed. And he's like, "Listen, I I should have told you earlier, but like we need to do this shit. Like we need to protect the world from this whole bullshit that's about to happen. So put on your old man shoes. Let's let's rock this. We got work to do." So the bads are plotting out how they're gonna open the next shell, which mm-hmm. is like this, like Salem witch trial, like
0: right, Abigail, teenager. whoever.
1: And um, Horvath's like, I got a plan, but I need a little bit more magic than I have right now, so I'm just gonna boom. And he like puts his wand up underneath the magician guy's neck and like sucks his magic out. He's like, I'm gonna use yours. Takes his ring off his finger, puts it on his staff. He's like. Alright, cool. So he can open the next one. He sends the witch girl out to get Becky. Mm-hmm. And uh, bring her back. And it's super creepy. She's like, I'd like to make a request. And Becky's like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm off the air right now. And turns around and she's like, now behind her she's like, I'd like to make a request.
0: And right, like, and ah! in her like, full-on pilgrim outfit. Creepy as fuck.
1: And so, then Balthasar and Dave show up at the magician's penthouse and they're mm-hmm. like, Alright. Let's, like, divide up and find this. Meanwhile, Battlestar also does the same thing to the witch and takes her necklace, which has her magic in it. Mm-hmm. And so now he's, like, three or four he's people He's, like triple-A powerful. And Dave finds the doll. And, like, there's, like, this whole Indiana Jones reference of him, like, you know... Taking like the doll this.
0: and trying to, like, put something there to...
1: Counteract, uh, it. counteract
0: it. And he's like, what? It's nothing? And he's like, this is bullshit. Yeah. All the movies lied to me.
1: Meanwhile, in another Indiana Jones reference, Balthazar gets like sucked into a Persian rug. A
0: Persian, quote, quick rug. Yeah. And he calls me old-fashioned.
1: Yeah. Uh. And so he's gotta get out. He's like gotta, he does this whole thing with like chains and like shit to yeah, get con- out of the... Yeah,
0: conveniently in this room, there's also like a lot of very medieval torture equipment mm-hmm. in this like, you know, well well appointed sitting room.
1: <laughs> so he's able to remix that into like a device to help him out. Right. Uh and then Dave comes around the corner and finds um Horvath who's got Becky mm-hmm. and he's like, "Listen, you give me the Grimold, which totally he had like up until like 45 seconds ago, like right. was in his house. He had um and Everything.
0: you give me that dragon ring.
1: Yeah, give me Merlin's ring, and, like, I'll let her go. And Dave's like, yeah, sounds...
0: Sure, man, whatever.
1: And Balthasar comes out, finds Dave and Becky, and is like, yeah, I'd have made the same trade. Like, I get it. Like, you do what you do. The heart wants what it hearts.
0: Mm-hmm. Wants. Like, also, you We'll know. sort this out. Yeah. He's like, Not ideal.
1: By the way, it's all map. Balthazar's headed to Battery Park. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but, like, it can't be good. So, Dave, enjoy your time with the girl. I'm off. And he jumps off the side of the building onto, like...
0: Onto his, uh, steel eagle from the Chrysler building.
1: And Becky's like, oh my gosh, he just jumped off the building! And Dave's like, yeah, he... He,
0: he does that, He fine. does
1: that, It's he'll be fine. So, Dave turns around, he's like, alright, so, here's the deal. Um... Turns out I'm not crazy. Like, that whole thing that happened, that I thought happened in fourth grade, actually fucking happened. Actually
0: happened, and I'm a sorcerer. Yeah. Uh, it's the first thing you need to know about me. Uh, And I gotta go save the world.
1: And she's like, okay, so I told you you could tell me anything and I believe you, but, like... This is a lot. I, I need a, some time to process. It's like, yeah,
0: that's... It's understandable.
1: Yeah. And then Dave's like, cool. I gotta call somebody. He calls his roommate, who is, like, totally macking on another girl.
0: hmm And
1: he's like, dude, I need you at the, like, at the, the hideout.
0: Right. I need you to meet me at wherever. Blam.
1: And... Then Dave's like driving Becky in the car and he's like, Listen, you need to get out and like run like hell because I don't know what's about to happen, but I know it's not gonna be good.
0: Right. Like if we if we lose, all of humanity is gonna die. And she's like, if all of humanity is gonna die anyway, like
1: Might as well go down fighting. Might as
0: well go down fighting.
1: He's like, Oh, you're so sexy. He's right like, now.
0: You are so sexy.
1: So they get back <laughs> down to the uh to the hideout and the buddy's like, Hey, I found mm-hmm. this um this this note for you and it's Mm -hmm. the necklace and it's Balthazar's like, give this to Veronica for me. He's like, oh, Balthazar doesn't think I'm coming back.
0: Right, doesn't think he's coming back.
1: Right, so... Fuck. We gotta do some work. So then Dave drives up. He's got a Tesla coil mounted to the front of the car? Right, because they, they
0: took his ring and so they don't... He can't beat them with magic, magic. So, so he has to be there with science
1: there you go so horbath puts the doll in the corner of a fountain in mm-hmm. the middle of battery park and it all opens up and it's all like gushy black grossness and it's veronica morgana mm-hmm. like first off it's moronic veronica's body and she's talking and it's she's got, like i glowy blue eyes and it's morgana talking she needs a circle to be complete to raise the dead like yeah whatever so they start like chanting, but also they need to like destroy the doll. Mm-hmm. And Dave is driving towards Battery Park, and you can see like this magic stuff happening. He's like, "Do you see that?" And Becky's like, uh, "No, no, actually, I don't see that." And she's and- like,
0: "He's like, they're using the satellites to like center the energy, and we we need to <sighs> we need to move them so that they're they're not in a line, so they can't use they can't center all this energy."
1: So there's a whole thing when they're up at the top of battery or up at the top of the Chrysler building that Becky's kind of afraid of heights. Mm -hmm. So like, he's like, Dave's like, I need you to go up on top of your building and like, like trash that satellite dish, like completely break its alignment, get it out of.
0: Move it, do whatever you need to do.
1: Yeah. And so she's like, ah, he's like, come on, please. Like, it's for the fate of the world. Like, I need you to like
0: Mm -hmm. buckle up and do this. Yeah, you can do this. I believe in
1: you. I believe in you. And she's like, all right, I'll do it. And then they're going to part ways and Dave just looks at her and goes, by the way, I just need to know for 10 year old me's sake, the note, friend, girlfriend, like, what was your answer going to be? Can you just tell me so I can die knowing? She's like, I'll tell you what, you survived this and I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. Right, and he's don't like,
0: die and then I'll tell you. And she
1: runs off. And he's like, fuck, like that.
0: God just, damn it.
1: <laughs> that's all the closure I needed in my whole fucking life. And you got to. Uh, oh, well. So then there's a whole big fight scene. It's Balthasar versus Horvath. Horvath now has all the extra jewelry stuck on the cane, all the rings and necklaces Right, necklace he's extra and shit. powerful. And Mechie's trying to reconfigure the antenna. Like, everything's happening. Also, like, the Wall Street bull, which we had seen a few minutes earlier. Yes. like or Like, 45 minutes earlier, comes to life. One it of is,
0: our kids referred to it as Chekhov's bull.
1: Oh, like, first <laughs> off, he's like, what's that... What's that gun thing? I was who's like, "Who's
0: the guy that has all the guns?"
1: But <laughs> I was like, "What?" I was like, "He's like, you know, with the like, you see it in the the first part, you gotta like use it in the last part." I was like, "Chekhov's gun." He's like, "Yeah, that's it." I was like, "Man, we've really like
0: right." He's like, "So this is Chekhov's
1: ball." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, who's this Chekhov guy? Why does he have so many plot related devices?" Right,
0: so so much plot convenient shit.
1: But the circle is completing. The dead start rising all over the world. Like, you see France and Egypt and, like, New York City. Mm-hmm. All the major places. And then Dave rolls up and uses his car to shock his Horvath. His
0: car, Tesla coil.
1: And he, Horvath drops the staff, and then Balthasar is able to, like, kind of knock him out and over. Mm-hmm. And. Becky knocks her corner of the antenna, which stops the whole, like, raising the dead thing. The circle collapses, and Veronica and Morgana separate.
0: Yeah, they split.
1: Morgana being, like, this, like, kind of particle, vapor, smoke monster person. Right, but then,
0: like, you know, corporeal towards the end.
1: Yeah. And Balthasar, like... Well, actually, like, Morgana... Veronica drops... And Balthazar runs up and tries to suck Morgana out of her
0: mm-hmm. into himself. Into
1: himself. And then they like Veronica's like, What did you do? Uh, and Dave's like getting ready to lock him in with the like Right, because Mor-
0: part of his thing was like do whatever you need to do to trap Morgana.
1: And so he's like, Oh, so I gotta trap both of you in here instead. So let Veronica go free, but like
0: Yeah, you had your two thousand years, now it's Veronica's turn. Or
1: yeah, whatever. Whatever. And as they're about to lock it in, where kind of escapes from from Balthazar, and they have a whole fight, and Dave is able to block the fire, which is a whole big thing because like he didn't think he could do anything without the ring. He doesn't have the ring, but it turns out he didn't need the ring.
0: Right, right. It was the all magic was him all the along. magic was him all along.
1: So he believes like he's the one. Like mm-hmm. it's a real Neo moment. He's the prime. Merlinian. He's the
0: prime Merlinian.
1: <laughs> God, it's terrible. I
0: cannot, I cannot with this.
1: But he can't hurt her because she's like non corporeal, like she's mm-hmm. kind of cloud monster. So he's trying to like hit her in
0: right, stuff. and she's just made of vapors anyway. And she's like, clearly, you don't understand how any of this works.
1: And he's trying to block, and she's trying to attack, but he's also moving all these cables into position while she's like focused on him, mm-hmm. and. As he does it, he turns Battery Park into like this giant Tesla coil and shocks Morgana down. And while she's like, she can't dodge all of that that's happening at once, he's able to like blast her with the plasma wall things. And he is like legit with these things. Like he's throwing up. His hands
0: are glowing. Like he's really feeling himself.
1: And blows her away and she's gone. He turns like Balthazar. I did it, and Balthazar's Balthazar's dead. Yeah, and Veronica's like, yeah, he he's 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 gone. He's not gonna make it. Yeah, and he's like, oh gosh, this man that I knew for like five days, and I built my entire identity around.
0: <laughs> right. Also, Veronica is like uh, lovingly caressing his face. And one of our kids were like, don't kiss a corpse. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, it was it was a thing.
0: And I was like, that's a great rule of thumb.
1: Fair. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a crime. Do,
0: do not do not kiss a corpse.
1: And so Dave, like, freaks out and starts doing, like, plasma wall CPR on this guy mm-hmm. to try to bring him back. And he's like, oh, nothing's happening. And then he's like, he says something. He's like,
0: oh, gosh. Come on, man. I miss you and your stupid old man shoes and, like, whatever.
1: Yeah, and then he's like, oh, gosh just shut up like and he's like oh my gosh you're alive and then he just like gets up and like he's
0: like you were insulting me a lot of it was warranted
1: yes and so like balthazar and Veronica have a big kiss and then like dave runs up and picks up balthazar's old hat and i was like don't put that on you don't know where it's been Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm pretty sure that man has lice that are older than you
0: yeah and then he sees becky and he leaves the hat on like a like a fence post,
1: and he's like, "Oh and he's my like, gosh,
0: Becky, you moved the thing. You did what you were supposed to do. I'm so proud of you." And she's like, "I did."
1: And you did your thing. He's like, "Yeah, we we saved we're the world. Still alive. We're, obviously, it worked out." And he's like, "And Becky's like, do you want to know what the note said?'" He's like, "I don't fucking care." And he just like moves it and gives her like a giant kiss, and she, and then she pulls like it also said girlfriend just for the record. He's like, "Okay, cool, definitely cool, great." <laughs> and then the metal eagle comes. And they take a ride off into the sunset.
0: Right, and he's like, "Just you know, I have no fucking idea how this works." And she's like,
1: "Yeah, yeah, that maybe should have been something he said before he got on the eagle.
0: Should have been disclosed."
1: Credits start. There's a few minutes of credits, and then there's like one scene. Yes, and it's in like the like this weird magic like collection. Mm-hmm. And you see the the blue hat with the stars on it from the Mickey, right. Sorcerer's Apprentice short, and then like somebody with a cane. And that's like all oh, you see. And I'm like, that was about the Czar, probably. But like, right. that's and like, sequel.
0: Ooh, it'd be a sequel. And they're like, you think of it. Our kids are like, do you think they're going to make a sequel? And I was like, well, this movie was made in 2010. They
1: had 12 years.
0: 22. So I'm going to say, probably not.
1: <laughs> I mean, it depends how much of a Coke bender you can get Nick depends. Cage on. Like, Does he need money? He'll do it.
0: I mean,. Honestly, Nick Cage was not bad in this movie. Like, Alma Lena was not bad in this movie. Nobody was Nobody bad. bad in this movie. Nobody was bad in this movie. This
1: movie was fucking insane. <laughs> this
0: movie was bad. And everyone did exactly what they were supposed to do. I enjoyed this movie the same way I enjoy, like, The Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Where you like, it's redonkulous and stupid, but also, like, fun and understood the assignment.
1: It did. It absolutely understood the assignment, and I am here for everything that happened.
0: So what did we learn?
1: Oh Gosh, first off, I guess, like, 10-year-old you should just, like, go with your id.
0: 10-year-old <laughs> you should lean in, because, like, honestly, that was the coolest you'll ever be.
1: <laughs> I would like to say I didn't peak at 10, but... History is showing me... That's
0: the coolest and most game you ever had with people you were sexually interested in.
1: (laughs) Also, I feel like there was just a certain amount of confidence I had at 10, born from complete ignorance. Right,
0: because you were fully unaware of the world.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And if I could somehow capture that again, I would be a terrible human... But I might get some girls. Maybe,
0: maybe. Um
1: But also I have no, I have a very fine girl that I am pleased <laughs> with. I feel like I,
0: I should I do I do like that you're like I feel like I sh- I, should, I should I should make some
1: caveats. <laughs> like I really feel like I can only disappoint so many people at the same time. Right. right. And you are my limit. And I'm glad you're here.
0: <laughs> Thanks.
1: But should I regain the confidence I had at 10?
0: I mean, I feel like I am a rare bird in that, like, I never lost my, like, pre-present 10-year-old confidence. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know if it's because, like, I'm intensely unaware of reality or, <laughs> or what. I mean, that's but, part of it. Or, yeah, or if I'm just like, fuck everybody. <laughs> like, I'm great.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I I don't have the time nor energy to be my ten year old self anymore.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah. Mortgage.
1: I mean like just the concept of like jumping out of bed wide eyed and ready for the day right. is just so Le- foreign. Life to without me.
0: a mortgage.
1: <laughs> Gosh, can you imagine? What would we do if we didn't have a mortgage?
0: Wild. It was wild.
1: It would be awesome. Yeah. I wanna I wanna endorse that idea. Did we
0: learn anything else? Nick Cage you guys.
1: Nick Cage. Nick Cage brings Nick it
0: all the time. Cage. He always understands the assignment. <sighs> he always does like what he needs to do for the movie even if the movie is bad.
1: <laughs> especially, especially, <laughs> especially if the movie, if the movie, is, movie bad. is bad,
0: he fucking brings it. No job is too small.
1: <laughs> no, no job is too small. No.
0: And for that I admire his husband.
1: Yeah, you do You do you, buddy. You're great. You're a national treasure.
0: Yes. (laughs) And with that, please parent responsibly.
1: Please parent responsibly.